0: Theatrical media. Hey, Schmezettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty
1: and I'm Emily.
0: Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty. You guys may have noticed a new little audio tag at the beginning of this podcast.
1: (laughs) I hope you noticed it.
0: (laughs) We are now members, well, we've always, we have been for a while, but it was a secret (laughs) of Folio Group.
1: Yeah, I was looking at my Instas and I was like, we've been hanging out with each other for almost a year. Yeah, when was that first meeting? I don't know. It was like last spring sometime.
0: That's so exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited that we're public now. I know. (laughs) Not just a bunch of weirdos that hang out together.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think we didn't really know what it was going to be when it started. I think it was just sort of like, let's all get together and sort of see how we can help each other. Yeah. uh, And be resources for each other. And then it turned into a really good thing for us, but for all the members, but also a really good thing for all of you guys because you can go to one place and find out what's going on with all these really great, like, theatrical media. That's our, like, tag or whatever.
1: Yeah, I think it's a great collective of people. Like, we all are putting out really good stuff and being able to find all that stuff because I feel like when I first – was like, I should listen to podcasts, like, I don't know, a couple of years ago, and I was just like, Broadway! Yeah. <laughs> in, I, in iTunes and trying to find podcasts and stuff like that. Well, and what's so great about it,
0: too, is that when when you first think about it, you might be like, oh God, are there any Broadway podcasts? And, mm-hmm. and or other, you know, sort of new media ventures, and there's a ton of them. And I think there's more that are coming every, you know... Every few weeks, I hear about something else that's new that's starting.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Have you listened to Broadway Black? Because you know what's exciting about the Broadway Black Podcast uh, off book?
0: Yeah. I just Amber started Amman. listening to the new episode and I was really excited about that.
1: I know. Amber Amon is on like all the time now. I'm so excited. Yeah. She's going to be stoked. a regular host, co-host. With, it's awesome. She's so hilarious. She's so perfect on it. It's great. With
0: Drew and Danya. It's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So the other
0: members of... Oh, my God.
1: Wait. Did you also see also Amber Amon related? Sorry. Segway. Okay. Just she posted on Twitter or something like that this morning that she filmed an episode of John Oliver's show. <gasps> That's exciting. Yeah. I don't know when his new season starts. Um, I actually haven't watched any
0: of his show. So what would oh that God, mean for really her to film funny. an episode of it?
1: Well, he... He, loves, he does, usually like, in bits episodes, and stuff. Well, he does, like... It's structured similar to, like, The Daily Show where he does, like, reports. It's just him, though. He doesn't have, like, special course Or maybe he does have special... I forget. Uh, but he always ends the show. Since it's only weekly, he always has some sort of, like, big weird thing. Like, on one episode, he did a story about how all of these, like, schools still have, like, racist uh, mascots and stuff. And so then, like, the last bit was he had all of these people dressed up in like weird like he was like look get rid like if you get rid of your racist you know drunken irish fighting <laughs> uh a mass high school mascot we will give you because one of the things the schools are like well it's too expensive because we have to change all our logos well, sure. and buy a new costume and it's so such an expense so he's like here i have all these free mascot costumes and i will help you change them he, and they were all like Really like an alligator with a pot of coffee and like a baby with a dog. Like I don't even remember. Like they were all random things. The picture she posted, she said she was singing with a bunch of dildos and there was pictures of like inflatable penises and stuff. So I don't know what the bit is going to be, but I'm very excited for it to air. And also because John Oliver's show hasn't been on in a while, so I miss it. It's a good show. I have a reliable HBO Go password now, so... Nice. Same, same.
0: (laughs) So I will check it out and check out Amber Amon. So, Mm -hmm. and speaking of that, Off Book is part of Folio Group. uh, And the other members are Broadway Girl NYC, who's has been unmasked as Laura Haywood like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Ensemblist, The Happy Hour Guys, Hot Pepper Theater, Lights of Broadway Show Cards, Maximu Podcast, Off and On Podcast, Play Ball Podcast, The Set List, Something New, and Theater People. Yes. It's all very fun and exciting. Yeah, and you, we're a good group. Yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, you guys know that We talk about things that we like. So we like all of these things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you can go to foliogroup.net is our website. And on that website, you can sign up for the newsletter. And that'll just uh, probably like once a month, you'll get just the haps with all these groups. Yeah. yeah. So you don't
1: miss out on any of our super awesome content. Yeah,
0: because it's also the same thing like I get a little overwhelmed. This is a lot of groups for us to keep up mm-hmm. with. You know, yeah. we're we're supporting all these people and I want to listen to all of their stuff. And mm-hmm. but it's a lot when you have like six people that are putting out a weekly podcast. So it's good to know, mm-hmm. oh, this is the one I really want to listen to right now. I know what's going on with them. I really want to listen to that Megan Hilty interview that Theater People just did. You know, and then the other people who they interview who I love, maybe I'll, like, sit on for a while, and when I've caught up with everything, I can, like, you know, be like, oh, right, yeah. I'm going to circle back to that. Yeah, it's good. Check it out, everybody. Uh We also saw Cabin in the Sky this week. Yes, we did. <laughs> oh, encores. You don't disappoint. Oh. Well... Well, I mean, they? in their, like, yeah. I mean, you always, like, 75%, it's going to be a bit of a mess of a show. <laughs> That's what they don't disappoint in. Yes, yes, yes. But, I mean, La I mean, the cast of this show was amazing, obviously. Oh, my God. It, it was so insane.
1: And, it was such an
0: insane cast. And, like, the first half was pretty enjoyable.
1: Where are you leading that to? But the
0: second half was Cuckoo.
1: I mean, I don't know that I could differentiate. I mean, I thought it was all very, I don't know, 1940s nonsense musical. The show itself, it's like such a weird plot and you're sort of like, you kind of the whole time just want to be like, LaShawn's girl, girl, Petunia, girl, girl, girl. (laughs) Well, yeah. You are... Why are you, why are you fighting for this, bro? What's up, girl? Why are you fighting for him? He no good. Mm. Get out of there. I guess... Take care of yourself. Also, it was basically the plot of Once on this
0: Island. It was the plot of many things. <laughs> like, it was just a standard, like, devil on your shoulder, angel on mm-hmm. your shoulder, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Sort of. But, like, with an even more, like... um god puppetry thing because usually if you have devil on your shoulder angel on your shoulder sometimes you talk to them sometimes they're just mm-hmm. whispering in your ear but sometimes you talk to them and in this one they were literally like come over here no come over here <laughs> right and right because like, like chuck <laughs>
1: cooper and norm lewis were like seated on either side of the yeah. stage uh, commenting and also s- sort of controlling situations yeah, they had pull, but they
0: couldn't like force people to do what they wanted.
1: It was like Inception.
0: Still, have not seen that movie.
1: What? <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's, I know. It I should enjoyable. see, it. and it has
0: like Leo and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, I don't, him. I don't know why I haven't yet. Yeah, I will. I will. and little
1: Ellen Page. Oh yeah,
0: that's right. I forgot.
1: And the v- the visuals are really good. Yeah, too. yeah.
0: I guess I just thought the second act like the first act was pretty standard story wise like we were saying and then the second act sort of was like it just veered the end was still (laughs) like predictable but like there was a charm song as the Mm. 11 o'clock number which didn't make any sense And there was no, like, speaking of, again, I guess this is like 1940s, one of those issues, like, speaking of LaShawn's character, we needed a scene that showed her change. Like, she went Mm. from, I'm gonna, I kicked him out, and I'm done with him, to like, she... I don't even know was her motivation to like try and win him back when she like went to the exact, I mean, and I know it's like silly to try and figure these things out, but I guess, (laughs) I guess I didn't see those big, huge issues in the first act that I saw in the second. So that's why the first act I was like, all right, it's not, it's not good, but it's like, I can see what's happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just i I felt a lot of like in the second act, I felt like I was like, oh man this is this is just once on this island. You're dying for your dude for no reason. Come on, girl, you don't have to give up your life for him
0: Well, that Ew. and then it, there was like that it was a bad turn of it sort of they tried to play it off like it was all her fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, I'm so sorry, I didn't listen to you When you told me you weren't with your mistress Who had been <laughs> your mistress So silly me for not listening to you Yeah Like, he had y- years of reasons She had years of reasons not to listen mm-hmm. to him Yeah And sure, she did. forgiveness and all that Uh but... but also, then the second she kicked him out He did go with his mistress.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he
0: yeah. didn't try to come back and explain it to her later. He was like, "All right."
1: He was like, "That's cool." Yeah, ah. but least, I mean, I'm really glad that we went. No, because absolutely. La'Shawns was in it, and Norm Lewis was in it, and Chuck Cooper was there, and like everybody was fantastic. I
0: mean, I think you could do uh, if you wanted to. I think there's enough there to do a like a revisal of it, and and uh. have just a little sweet little. Like cautionary tale musical, uh mm. but uh, I mean, it's not so bad that I don't think it needs to be done, but it should be fixed,
1: right, right, or just played like differently, or, yeah, maybe' you know, be like, I don't know, have fun with it, don't just some sometimes i I mean, obviously. Encores is the medium for exactly what they did Where they just sort of like oh, Maybe they tweak it a little bit But they just put it up And I am sort of like some of these shows Like this one I'm like I would love to see Like obviously An entire black creative team Oh yeah Take on that show And you know Put it in a blender And take it, the good parts And leave the weak parts And strengthen it And make it tongue in cheek And make it funny I don't know It would be cool It would be interesting to see something like that <laughs> Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think that, I guess that's one of the things that's hard about Encores is that even when they have a mess of a show, which this was a bit, but not terrible, they they mm. do it completely earnestly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they're just sort of like presenting shows. Right.
0: Which there is a place for that. And I understand sort of the preservation of it. But then you mm. get like then you run into problems like with Zorba where you're like, this just, you can't do this like this.
1: Right. Well, actually also like, because after talking to Kevin Daly, about Zorba, because he's more, much more familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And finding out the things that they actually did change about Zorba, I actually think the changes that they made to Zorba for that production, which we saw, made it worse. Oh, Because Kevin says that in the original way the show is meant to be presented, the Marin Maisie part, that's like a narrator. right? She, she, there's like a framing device kind of on it, where she's not only like directing things and hanging out and being... A narrator, but she's also like at the beginning of the show, she's like, This is a cautionary tale. Mm. Like, this is a story meant to teach you a lesson. It's not real, blah, 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 blah. Or something like, like gives it more context so that I'm not sitting in the audience being like, Why did you kill that woman? Fuck all y'all. Well, but he still
0: is like, and maybe it was the audience <laughs> and maybe it was their presentation. I'm not sure. He's still presented as like, funny. Yeah, And maybe it was John Titor's performance. I mean, it could have been a whole amalgamation of all of those things. But I don't know. I guess, and I think we talked about it when we talked about Zorba, like, it would be helpful for these shows that are particularly of their time to have more of an education on what we're seeing and the context that we're seeing
1: it in. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, you know, LaShans, Chuck Cooper, Norm Mm -hmm. Lewis. I no it's just I loved Lashans' main costume. Mm -hmm. The one that she wore in the I think it was what she started in the first act. It was really cute dress. Yeah.
0: I think she wore it the whole time until she changed. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad we saw it. Well, I think there I can't I guess I guess there aren't really shows that I'm not glad I saw at, mm, mm. at encores, even with like Zorba, because then you find out, even though this has nothing to do with the show, you find out that Marin Maisie was performing that like days uh, after she found out she was diagnosed with cancer. And then you're like, I was there and I saw that. So, right. I, I mean, that adds a different kind of historical context to it that is something that we can't take away.
1: Well, yeah. And, I, I, Sure. I mean, both of uh, I can only think, I could probably think of half a dozen times in my entire life where I'm like, oh, I actually wish I hadn't <laughs> right. experienced We've talked that. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, a special thanks goes out to Schmezette on Twitter, Menzel Hamilton, for letting us know that Lucky Stiff is available to buy or rent on Amazon oh and iTunes. Oh my
1: God! Thank you! So I
0: think that's a... Uh, a task for this week for us to watch that. Oh,
1: yeah. A, not oh, yeah. A task because I'm, it will be a joy. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. I'm on my watch it today. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I love st- Lucky Stiff. Nikki, I'm James, is in it. I mean, come on. Kate Schindel again. <gasps> <laughs> Equity president. Equity president, Kate Schindel. Oh, mm-hmm. shit.
0: So excited. I'm really excited to see it because my college did it and I. Have like memories of enjoying it and like little flashes mm. of memory, but I don't. And I know the story is a little like Weekend at Bernie's type of thing, but yeah. I don't remember much. Oh, so I'm so very funny. excited.
1: I love it. I'm very excited too. I'll watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's a Flaherty. Yeah, well, they're the best. <sighs> My faves.
0: Mm hmm. We got some news that everyone knew was coming, but I guess didn't know it was coming. That Frozen is officially coming to
1: Broadway. Uh, <laughs> 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 Everybody freak out, motherfucker! In 2017.
0: I'm I think curious about the casting. 2018?
1: Well, yeah, I don't know. Um, That's what I'm most curious about Is what's going to happen with the casting Because it's frozen So maybe they're just going to go scoop up some nobodies Maybe You know and f- get some fresh faces Or it's going to be like Allison Case And oh. I just pulled that off the top well, of my head And Her I don't want to be
0: offensive But like Allison Case would be great Because she's not a nobody But she's not a, a name beyond the Broadway right, community right. So yeah. she would be a great choice
1: yeah, she would be a great Anna.
0: Um, Laura Osnes tweeted for them to hurry up because she's getting too old to play who? I don't know. She just said like, "Come soon." I'm getting too old. I I, I guess s- I would see her more I- as an Anna, but so then yeah, I yeah, guess. she would maybe. Well, Allison Case is probably older than Laura Osnes, but like, does it seem it? Right. Laura. 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 No more princesses.
1: Yeah, right, right? I'm sort of like, please don't play Anna, because Anna we've seen, Laura, we've seen it a thousand times. But the other one, whose name I forget. Elsa. I was about to be like, Elsa? (laughs) (laughs) Because I couldn't remember. (laughs) Yeah, that would be like more interesting, but also certainly not my personal top pick for the casting. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, but because it is slightly far away, although they're doing a pre-Broadway run, I think in Denver?
1: Yeah, 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 that's right.
0: Uh, So, I guess we'll get some idea. I mean, Hmm. who knows if if the cast will stay. But, yeah, they could cast, they could literally cast anyone in this because people will see it no matter what.
1: Yeah, yeah, they don't need They don't need any sort of named cast members because it's frozen.
0: Well, yeah. And I really, 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 really hope that though Disney is capitalizing on the fact with their like Disney vacations that this vaguely takes place in Norway, there is no reason to cast this show as all white. Oh. But you know they are. Well, I know, but this is an early plea that I'm sure they'll listen to, because Disney listens to our (laughs) podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to call it right now and call it the all-white production of Frozen. I would guess that they, I I would, I bet there's going to be one, perhaps two people of color in the ensemble, Mm. perhaps. Perhaps. (sighs) And that'll be it.
0: Well, I'm not saying just, I'm optimistic, but I'm just uh, hoping. I'm always
1: hoping for better. Isn't it just like like the biggest hilarious, ridiculous, dumb-ass white people thing t- is how like there's this whole fantasy mythology, all the things about kings and dragons, and like all that uh, magic stuff. People are like, "Well, that's European white people stuff." So it has to be white people because clearly we're in Scandinavia because it's like cold and shit like that. So like everybody needs to be white. And you're like, I don't know. Magic is not real. You can't put black people in there. Yeah. Like, well, exactly. We're suspending our diff- disbelief for magic, which is not real. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I can suspend my disbelief that uh, it's not just white people. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I just, just, yeah, people
0: like what they know and it's hard for them to look beyond that. And we have to continue to tell them it's okay.
1: (sighs) White people are such toddlers. They need such (laughs) coddling. Yep. It's like, did you, wait, right. We talked about it earlier. The Beyonce sketch on Saturday Night Live Mm. this weekend. That was perfect. Yes. It was, my favorite part was the, the line that Cecily Strong had where she's like, but normally everything oh, is made that for was us. Great. <laughs> that was the best line. That, that was, was fucking perfect. hilarious. I don't understand how to deal with the world. Everything's normally made for me. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, I'm, I... Honestly, I don't even know how to feel about Frozen because I feel like I saw the movie once and I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And I was super happy about the sisterly love stuff, mm-hmm. obviously. But it is such a complete, like, obs- like it's such a thing that I feel like it's going to be overwhelming to me. And then I'm going to be like, okay, no thanks.
0: Yeah, I think it's a not little like to the show itself, but to everything like everything that's around the it.
1: Crazy! I like just how you I feel just am about scared Hamilton? That it's gonna be like, yeah, like how I'm like, wow, Hamilton's fucking amazing. But you know what? I'm sick of hearing about Hamilton. Shut the fuck up about Hamilton. I saw it like a long time ago, and can you have tickets for me now, please? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> or just like I don't know. Well, I don't I know.
0: Think Frozen's a little less like overreaching. I mean.
1: Mm, mm, mm. it
0: is the people who are still obsessed with it, I would say are still under the age of 10. Mm. Like not saying that cause you know, I like kids movies and I have no problem uh, sometimes still watching Disney channel, but <laughs> uh, it's not as like, you know what I mean?
1: I guess the other thought that I have that makes me scared and worried for this production is that because of the movie being animated Mm -hmm. and maybe how disappointed I was in a lot of the technical aspects of Aladdin that was animated transfer, and I'm like, I hope that you make amazing theater magic in your sets and your visual effects and don't just use projections i'm anticipating
0: i mean that was the she, first thing i thought of know? projections is like, like
1: how is she gonna build that ice castle yeah. in the middle of her song yep. L- are LED they gonna be like: theater magic that's what i think mm, 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 mm. that's
0: the first thing i thought
1: yeah that's disappointing to I me i mean that like, might not I be see theater
0: magic yeah. build that ice castle that might not be all of it but like that's what that's what uh, that's where my brain went to was like a set of stairs with like LED lights on it that she steps on and they light up like Michael Jackson's uh, (laughs) Billie Jean video.
1: Yeah, I feel like that is the thing in the back of my mind that is keeping me from being super excited about this announcement is that I just am anticipating that the style of production is not going to be what I wish and hope it would be and therefore I'm like disappointing myself preemptively.
0: I hope Disney um, goes... I'm going to ask Disney. Listen, I'm asking a lot of Disney and they're not going to do anything. <laughs> they need to go to Matilda. Oh, yeah. Because Matilda has a great blend of projections and mm. actual like theater tricks. Mm, mm, mm. And by great blend, yeah. I mean way more theater tricks than projections.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you shouldn't... It's like... You know, the way that like Big Fish utilized projections was the perfect blend that you can use projections to add depth to and like complexity to your sets and all the cool shit you're already doing. But when projections replace, that's when it's not good. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see, Frozen. We'll see. What if a Dina Menzel was in no it? No way. <laughs> Do you think they're gonna? Well, ooh, she would only about hit that note in
0: Frozen seventy-five percent of the time. I mean, Aww. in Let It Go. Yeah, I don't know. The, well, well I, can we even guess who the kiddos are gonna be at this point? No, <laughs> they're like not <laughs> born Lucas. yet. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I know. Well, Twenty seventeen is not that I'm far away. Joking. That's that's <laughs> next year. <Jerking. laughs>
0: The youngest ones are, like, five, like, when she, I mean, which means it'll be, like, a small eight-year-old. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Are there any more members of the Lucas family? <laughs> I
1: don't know. That's funny.
0: Maybe she could be, like, by then she could be, like, teenage, but she's she's not going to just do one scene. <laughs> Right, right. Cindy Lucas is It's going to be like
1: that scene in um, Shrek where Fiona ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I never saw Shrek.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. What? really? Yeah,
0: and I think I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It was. If it is, I'll I'll oh. watch that in the in the coming weeks too. I'll tell yeah. everybody about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a scene, the scene where she ages up when she's like locked in her tower is just like the youngest girl who starts the show starts singing this song about being locked in a tower and she's like on a little tower set and then she like walks around to the back and then and a teenager, teenager walks Sarah. out and, and like sings a verse and then she walks to the back and then Sutton Foster comes yeah. out and sings the rest of the and song. And everybody's
0: like, yay, Sutton Foster. Yay. Speaking of Sutton Foster, she's going to be on the Gilmore Girls Revival.
1: That's exciting!
0: I'm so excited. Who's she playing? I don't know. A lot of the internet is speculating that she would play her Bunheads character, but that makes no sense because yeah. there's so much crossover in cast to Bunheads and Gilmore Girls. Like she's mm. just going to pretend like Emily Gilmore doesn't look just like Fanny from Bunheads, <laughs> or like Liza Wild. It wasn't that. It,
1: it doesn't make any. S- I- <laughs> whatever. I'm like a little bit curious too because I'm like I think it's weird to introduce new characters when you're giving us a revival check-in. Yeah. So I'm like who's this new character? It, yeah, I agree that it makes absolutely no sense like why would it be her bunheads character yeah. at all? I mean,
0: I'm assuming she's not going to play a big role, but she'll right. have scenes. You know, like she's not going to impact story that much. That show right, right. has so much content that doesn't actually have anything to do with the story. Right, right. Because it's not like...
1: I'm very curious about these Gilmore Girl episodes because I have been so completely satisfied and fulfilled by these X-Files episodes, Mm. but I certainly don't have any kind of attachment anywhere near... The Gummel Girls. That's what I have to the X Files. Sure. I mean, the Gummel Girls is just like a television show that I enjoy. Right. But I'm curious because after watching the X Files, I know that it is possible to do it right mm. and to make your fans, all your fans' dreams come true and all their wishes be true. Yeah. But Melissa McCarthy is not on. So there's what's a the fuck lot up? of weirdness with that. That
0: I just, it just sounds like. I don't know what to think because I don't want to think that either of those ladies are like doing anything purposeful. Obviously I don't want to think that. Hmm. But like, I don't know. You don't, you literally don't say anything Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: then you decide to say something.
1: It's weird. It's very weird.
0: It's very strange. (sighs) And also then like, like Jackson, Either has to be on it and pretend like Suki's very busy, or <laughs> he's they're mm. divorced, or she's dead, or he's not on it, and they've just like moved away. Well,
1: like, yeah, I was gonna say, or maybe both of them they moved their families somewhere yeah. else, and, and they'll be like, like one well, toss away line. Sucks.
0: <laughs> now <laughs> I don't get to be on the revival, right? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Work it out, ladies. Whoa, what happened to my voice? Whoa. Maybe Sutton Foster is going to be Jackson's second wife.
1: (laughs) That would be funny.
0: (laughs) Or she's the new chef at the inn.
1: Mm. I'm very, I'm excited because also it's like, you know, I haven't, I think I've only watched, if I I maybe have never watched the late seasons of Gilmore Girls, mm. I don't know that I've ever watched the final, like, two seasons. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've seen some of the episodes. But based on, like, like, basically the X-Files new episodes at the very top, they were, like, basically we're just going to kind of pretend like the eighth and ninth season didn't happen. Oh. Like, not, I mean, like, nothing in... The things that happened in the 8th and ninth season that are important to Mulder and Scully's relationship and their storyline, those things are still true. But, like, especially in the ninth season, the way they finished off the series was very much like, oh, God, we've got a lot of storylines that we need to all of a sudden wrap up. Let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. So the new episodes are sort of like, okay, like, important information, like, Scully gave up their child. That Yikes. happened, in, you know, in one of those seasons. That still happened. But, like, we're just going to... Pretend like that entire, um, <laughs> huge trial where Mulder was like, in a secret trial put on for murder for killing an alien and they were trying to prove the existence of aliens to prove that he was innocent that he didn't murder that guy because he was an alien not a human we're gonna pretend like that didn't happen because it was a mess and it shouldn't have happened (laughs) so i wonder how Gilmore girls is going to be like hey all that fucked up shit we did to luke and lorelei let's like pretend like we didn't fuck that up the way we did and well Let's make it right again. So Amy
0: said that she hasn't watched season seven. She hasn't watched all of season seven. I guess she's seen bits and pieces of it and talked to people that she trusts who have watched season seven. And she's like, it's canon. Like she's not going to be like that whole, that whole season of your life that you watched this show, you wasted. Sure. (laughs) Um, and I Well, guess- no, I'm
1: not saying, like, like the X-Files is not, like, disproving what happened, but it's more like, I don't know, some of the ridiculous, you know, like, if we want to be real about what happened in the eight, la- end of the eighth se- or in the end of the ninth season, Moeller and Scully are f- fugitives. They should not be in the United <laughs> States of America. Everyone should be looking for them and trying to arrest them. Well, but, like, when we picked the, eight- the new movie back up in 2008, they were just sort of like, you're not... In hiding anymore You guys are cool Scully works at a hospital But Mulder's like Kind of in hiding Mm -hmm. But the government is like We're not gonna mess with you I
0: mean (laughs) There's not really anything I guess it's different Because The stakes on Gilmore Girls Are so low (laughs) That like The (laughs) only thing they could do Is be like We're gonna pretend like Luke never had that daughter Mm. Which Amy did So they're not gonna do that That was also her season In 6 They introduced Mm. April um,
1: right. <sighs> I th- but isn't like at the end of Gilmore Girls, weren't Luke and Lorelai like weren't together? They get back together, but
0: like because they weren't sure if there was going to be a season eight pickup, it mm. they wrote it where it could function as a series finale, but it could continue. There wasn't like a finality mm. to it. So really, it's just like they kissed, and the audience is like, "Oh, good, they're back together," and then the series wasn't picked up for an eighth season. Mm, interesting. Interesting. It's like well, we'll the see. last episode.
1: That I mean, that I'm it comes optimistic full about circle. It, I think it's going to be I'm good. Like Gilmore Girls, and also in rewatching Gilmore Girls, like like over the summer or last year or something like that, I had a lot of feelings about like my perspective on Lorelai has shifted so much from when I watched that show when I was a young person. Mm. and was
0: like, I wish Lorelai was my mom. She's so oh, cool. She's d- no, I think I think everybody that has watched it as an adult, uh, I shouldn't say everybody, but like who loved it <laughs> when they were younger, are mm, now like, mm. listen, I still love the show and it's enjoyable, but they're kind of awful
1: people. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're, they're rewatching it as an adult. I was like, I have so much. I pity Rory so much because, like, Lorelai is not. Teaching her good life lessons And how to function as an adult No, And she never had a chance Like she never had a chance for like Like how Unless she's been doing intensive therapy (laughs) Since we left her To like reconcile her relationship issues And how she views men Because of the way Lorelai treats men And interacts with men Girl Girl there ain't no hope Like every single dude she ever dated On that show Was a piece of garbage (laughs) It's true you know,
0: well, now that we've got our Gilmore Girls talk out of the way, <laughs> I mean, there was a Broadway angle there, and also <sighs> Kelly, all well, Lex Liddell has not been on Broadway, but she's been off Broadway, mm. um, and Kelly Bishop and Lauren Graham have been on <laughs> Broadway. Kelly, Bishop. Kelly Carol Bishop.
1: I oh I I just have to say that the first thing that I was extremely excited about when they very first mm-hmm. were like we're going to do more episodes of Girlma Girls so I was like holy shit RIP Yeah. Edward M- Herman r- that guy. Richard Gilmore. Edward I was about to call him Richard Hellman yeah. and I was like that is not right.
0: Mm-hmm. Also a Broadway vet.
1: <laughs> RIP to him. But also, I really hope there's a scene where we see Emily Gilmore trying to date. Because mm. those scenes, when they broke up, oh, yeah. were they were some great. of my favorites where she was trying to date. And, like, I would just like to see that progression of her storyline. Mm. Also because I love Carol Kelly Bishop. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Ew, I hope Dean has, like, 12 Ugh, kids and is miserable. I know, miserable. right?
0: I know. Um, <laughs>
1: And, like, is still working at the grocery.
0: Oh, yes.
1: He's, like, the manager now. Yeah.
0: I'm interested to see how they'll fit Logan in because, obviously, Dean can still be a townie. And Jess is Luke's nephew. So he can come back organically. Logan, I guess, the newspaper world, if Rory's still in that. And he may or may not be in or out of that because of his family. But it's a little less organic for him to be a part of it. So I'm curious.
1: Well, I guess I could also see them, you know, maybe there's some sort of alumni thing that she goes to and runs into him. Because we also, do we not know, we don't know, like, how many episodes of the... There's four. Yeah. But we don't know how, like, we don't have information about, like, oh, he's going to be on all four episodes. Right. Or maybe he just shows up in one scene when she goes to some alumni thing at her... At, where'd she go? Yale? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And he's there, and they bump into each other, and, and she's like, wow, you were a big mistake because you're a piece of shit.
0: <laughs>
1: wonder what's up with her dad. Christopher? Yeah.
0: Uh, he's coming back. Hmm. I mean, I think...
1: And what about her half-sister? Yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't know if Gigi's going to be a part of it. That'll be interesting.
1: I I'm excited about Gilmore Girls. Me too.
0: All the questions. I like it too because, you know, Amy gets to finish it on her terms. And I think it'll be done. I don't think they'll do any more than that. I think it'll be these four episodes and she's going to be like, That's it.
1: No, that's good because, like, that's how I feel about the new X-Files epi- episodes because the X-Files episodes are really, like, Chris Carter, who's the, like, complete creator of the X-Files, like, being, like, I need to finish my story off correctly. Like, I need to finish it off. And so, like, these episodes are Honestly, like they are more and better, and just everything that I ever dreamed they could be and wanted them to be. I feel like I wrote them, <laughs> or like somebody who writes fan yeah. fiction wrote them because they're so they're so for the fans, and they're so for people who have watched every single episode forty times mm-hmm. and like understand every aspect of the show. And it's completely satisfying and fulfilling in that way. I don't know where I was going with that. Besides yeah. the fact that I fucking love the X Files. Yeah. I, I feel I'm not as attached to any other television show as I am to The X-Files, so yeah. I'm not as emotionally invested in whether or not their revival episodes are as compelling. Sure, sure.
0: Well, I wonder, I mean, I'm trying to think, it sort of feels like like the, the closest we could come to to things like this is like the sideshow revisal, where you're like, mm. give me a second crack at that. Because not like a sequel Like those are weird and don't I don't know if they've ever worked Right Like Annie 2 Or Bring Back Birdie <laughs> Like I don't No As far as I know They've never worked Grease 2 no. maybe <laughs> <laughs> There's that British uh That London production of it mm. Um, But but it might work because it's a mess, you know, like, Mm. like that doesn't mean it's not great, but like not because it's a solid sequel. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. And we also had some, uh, I don't want to say excitement, but a little old drama, real life drama in the Broadway community that thankfully has a happy ending. Um, Shuffle along, cast member J.L. Williams was missing for three days, mm. and but found
1: thankfully.
0: Alive. I mean, I, I think we all were at least those of us not in on it and just sort of watching mm. and retweeting and hoping that the information mm. gets out there. You know, that's a long time to be missing in New York City.
1: Absolutely, I mean. Yeah, when you don't know someone and it's just all you see is like that they're missing and they've been missing for a few days. I mean, it it's so because you're like in this day and age with all of our technology and all that stuff. It's like ooh, if you yeah. if you've been not in contact with people for three days, you're probably unconscious. Like you're not able to send out a tweet. Yeah, you know? and there's been so it's really fucking like scary. a bunch of so slashings bad, oh.
0: lately. What? yeah did you not know that what no there have been a bunch of slashings on the subway lately shit
1: i have not heard about that i guess i need a i haven't you know now that i don't have cable for the last like two years Mm. (laughs) i don't watch new york one anymore i don't know what's going on shit
0: yeah keep your eyes peeled which train lines I don't know; they're all over the place, so I don't think it's—I I don't know that they're connected, or like people are like, "Oh, those people are slashing." I'll do some slashing. <laughs>
1: whoa!
0: Some in Queens. Oh my god! Mostly Queens, I think. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like where my head first went.
1: Wait, 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 wait. What? What? Here's an article from yesterday. Another woman has had her face visually, viciously slashed in a sneak attack on a New York street, making this attack the 47th. Wait, no, that can't be right. That is not that right. That number can't be right. The last I heard, it was like nine or something, which is still a this, lot. This article I'm looking at, which was just the first one on the Google, says that it's mm-hmm. the like 47th. This can't be right.
0: Well, maybe that's like all year, but it's only February. Like, but I mean, like everywhere. I'm just the mm. ones that I'm hearing about are like specifically, uh, like on the subway.
1: Mm.
0: So I don't know. I mean, that's still we, that's still very upsetting. Yeah. Everybody be safe. Oh, I gotta man. make sure I don't yell at anyone unnecessarily, right? Yeah, now. Patty. Patty, don't do I it. I know. <laughs> I know. Just contain my rage. So wow. I don't get slashed. Well, anyway, we're so, so, so happy that JL Williams was found and we hope he gets better. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And that everything's okay. Yeah. Speedy recovery. I hope that he is healthy enough and able to return to the cast and yeah. continue on with the production. I, I yeah. hope him all of the best things. Yes. Yes.
0: Some more theater news. Wicked is now the 10th longest running show on Broadway. Congratulations, Wicked. (laughs) It surpassed Rent.
1: Wow, that's weird. it,
0: It doesn't seem like Wicked has been, I can't believe Wicked has been running longer than Rent, but like 2003, it makes sense. Yeah. And Rent wasn't actually, you know, obviously, it didn't
1: run as long as my brain thought it did. Well, yeah, because from our brains, like, the 90s were such a long time ago. And, like, 2004 does not seem like it was that long ago. Mm Mm-mm. Weird. Mm. Wicked. Hmm. Got
0: such terrible reviews. Just goes to show you.
1: Did it really? I don't think I've ever read the reviews.
0: Yeah, it did not get great reviews. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't say terrible, but I think they were mostly like sort of pans.
1: Oh my God, this is crazy. I'm on IBDB, and you know Mm -hmm. what they have now on IBDB? Touring production credits. I'm on Wicked's page right now, and it has Broadway productions, and then it has two listings for touring productions. Holy shit, is this going to have all the information I need about Stephanie J. Block touring? (laughs) It might not be... Stephanie, Kendra, Jenna Lee Green, Carol Kane. This is the tour cast. This is cool. Wow. Hey, Aaron J. Albano. It's the original tour cast? Yeah. Like it- Brooke Elliott, Adam Lambert. Oh,
0: Brooke Elliott. Oh, Adam Lambert.
1: Mm hmm. Let's see if I can reckon if I. Uh, oh, Aaron J. Albano was a Bach understudy. Oh. Jenna Lee Green, Alphaba understudy. Adam Lambert, Fierro understudy. Mm -hmm. I don't recognize these other names, but this is so cool. Wait, does it have replacement casting on the tour information (laughs) also? (laughs) Oh my God, it does. It's never going to end. Holy shit, there's so much information on here, you guys. This is amazing.
0: I wonder how long they were like putting that together before
1: they were able to release it. Oh wow, this is amazing! Look, we got all the dates. They these dates are also well well researched. I mean, I, I obviously can't check them, but a lot of the times when you click on like the replacement casting link on IBDB, it just has names and no dates. Oh, yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of dates for a lot Ooh, of these that people. That is exciting. This is very cool, man. This is a good resource. Look, Annalee Ashford has a. Was a, an ensemble replacement from December 6, 2005 to September 3, 2006. Two shashes wow. six. <laughs> cool. This is awesome. You go. You go, IBDB. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's exciting. This so you cool. like saw Playbill Vault coming up behind them. And we're like, uh-oh. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we better do something. We better do it. Tour stops. Look, it has all the stops the tour made. Wow, this is a great resource. Oh my God, this is amazing. I can just look wow. at this and remember how my mom went to go see the tour of Wicked with Stephanie J. Block without <sighs> me. And wow, cry about a it. bitch. <laughs> 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 yep, there it is. No, that's wrong. That was not the right one. Oh. Right, that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. 2000. No, that doesn't make sense either. What? I thought that my mom saw Wicked when I was living in Israel, which would have been in 2007. But according to IBDB, Wicked was never in Seattle in 2007. It was in there in 2012, 2009, and 2006. Oh, 2006. But I would have been, it was September, October 2006, which was my senior, the fall of my senior year of high school, hmm. and I was in Seattle. Weird. Anyway, whatever. I never it's saw Stephanie mystery. J. Block in Wicked, so it's just sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry
1: about that. Oh, it's okay. I'll survive. <laughs> I'll live, I guess.
0: Well. Cool. More things, for me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is, script is going to be released, which isn't really like... I mean, the internet went crazy because they don't understand that that's a thing that happens. <sighs> they were like, that's, it's a new Harry Potter book, which it's not. Right. That's But I under I understand the excitement, and I'm excited that I'll get to read the script because... You know, I'm not going to be able to go over and see it. And again, it's all sold out anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right, right, right. right. Um, and it's going to be released on July 31st, which is Harry Potter's birthday and also J.K. Rowling's birthday. uh uh-huh. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So people are already talking about, like, they're going to do midnight release parties and shit like that.
1: Oh, man. Well, because I think just, they're like, just like back bookstores are day, like what Harry Potter, Barnes and Noble.
0: Oh, people will buy books again. We must capitalize on this. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm glad it's going to be. I mean, again, it's a thing that happens. Like, scripts, you can buy them. (laughs) (laughs) And especially if it's like hotly play, you know, even for, you know, it's at the drama (laughs) bookshop.
1: That's funny. Well, I'm excited for you to read it and
0: uh, give me the spark notes. Yeah, I'm interested too because she's working with the playwright, but she's not actually writing it. So
1: mm. I can't that's remember probably, who it is. I That's probably for the best because it's a hard uh, medium crossover. Well, yeah, and
0: that was sort of my like, I wonder how this is going to work out because so much of her writing is in the description.
1: Yeah, she should be working with like the set dresser,
0: mm, mm-hmm, you know, because that's where
1: sure her amazing detailing comes in is how intricate all of the, yeah, the descriptions. Oh, there's going to be like so
0: many Easter eggs yeah. on that set that no one's going to ever know or see.
1: Ooh. <laughs> that's true. Ugh. That's cool.
0: Yeah. I bet they'll well, like
1: Congratulations to all the people that got tickets. Yeah. yeah, no
0: kidding. I bet they'll be like they'll like keep the set somewhere and then you can like go take a tour of it.
1: <laughs> that would be cool. I mean, they pretty much are preserving everything well, exactly. about Harry like... Potter ever. Oh, Do you think in we... like in like fifty years there's just gonna be like a big ass Harry Potter museum that houses like everything?
0: I don't I mean, I don't even think you can have a museum that big. <laughs> Like they, you can go visit the studios and visit the set and they have that like the traveling, um, exhibit that I've been to and things like that. So it just, and you know,
1: you know, you know what I hate, but I, uh, it's good because it makes me compassionate and understanding yeah, is like the other day when Beyonce put out a new song and video and I was like, oh my God, Beyonce, I'm excited. And I like watched it and I was like, great. I love you, Beyonce. And then I mentioned it to my roommate and she was like, I don't care about Beyonce. Right? And I was like really confused because I thought she was joking and I like (laughs) laughed. And then I was like, like, she just is like, I don't know. I just don't have strong feelings. I'm pretty indifferent. And like, I understand that. Because I am relatively just sort of indifferent to Harry Potter mm. and it is a confusing and frustrating thing understanding that it's like this huge deal, especially to people of my generation. And that it's like this generational thing that I missed out on. Yeah. That I'm like, I I don't know. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed those movies. Yeah, I enjoyed some movies. Yeah. But it did give me compassion when my roommate said she didn't care about Beyonce, right. and I was like, "What's wrong with you?" No, it's okay. I guess I don't care about Harry Potter. There you go. Oh man, that new Beyonce video is just so great, though. That song—I've mm. had it on repeat all week. It's good.
0: It's pretty. Like, I almost said game changing, and I—it—it's it, not necessarily, but it's like—I don't know. Just, like, adding an important dimension to Beyonce and her career. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not changing it. It's just, like.
1: It's just reminding white people
0: that she's black. Well, yeah, that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget. Well, and, like, that she is a part of that activism. Right. Yeah.
1: Wait, so did you hear this thing about recently Beyonce, like, fired everyone that works for her or something like that? I'm sure that's an exaggeration, but she fired like <laughs> a ton of people, mm-hmm. like her whole management team, or something like that. And she, my roommate told me about it, and she said that in like the press release, they said that like it was very much like Aaron Dilly and the production have decided to part ways oh. amicably. Where it was like Beyonce's management team has enlightened themselves to new opportunities, and they will be parting ways. <laughs> You're like who enlightens yourself to new opportunities that don't involve working with Beyonce? (laughs) Also, because Beyonce said that she wanted to hire like new people who because she didn't feel like her current staff was taking her to the level that she wanted to be at, and it was like, what? But she's Beyonce. Level (laughs) is there? But then someone and I was like baffled by that because I'm like, what? You're Beyonce. You're like the most famous successful artist of our time, but. Shady pointed out that she thinks that Beyonce wants to EGOT. Oh. So that got us into a big discussion of what does Beyonce win a Tony for? Oh, man. I don't know, man. What does Beyonce win a Tony for? I don't know. I think it would be fun if she flipped the
0: script on everybody
1: and did a play. Well, she Well, that act. would be amazing. That's true. That's true. That's true. And, and actually, based on what we were talking about, because I was like, well, it's kind of Difficult for Beyonce because God love her and she's an Amazing performer and she's got an incredible You know work ethic And stamina but singing live eight times A week when that's not something you're used To is Incredibly grueling Mm. So But yeah so maybe A play is a better choice for her I don't know what if it was just a revival Of Aida (laughs) That'd be my dream, mm. but I don't think that's what it would be because it would have to be like like it's not like she's gonna, you know, I I don't think she would do a revival. I think if it was gonna ha- if mm. she was gonna do something, it would have to be maybe maybe like a revival of something that's never been revived and like is a black show from a long time ago that they're gonna like completely revamp like yeah, yeah 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 you know yeah. some sort of thing that's as big of an uh, exciting event as like Shuffle Along mm-hmm. plus Beyonce. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. That would be crazy.
1: Can you... Like, that's the other thing is that I'm like, isn't Beyoncé too famous to
0: be on Broadway? I think she is. I mean, to be honest, I think... she's too famous. Yeah, I think she's... uh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) She's fucking Beyoncé. She sells out an entire, like, arena tour in... Minutes. In minutes. When no one's doing that anymore. Right. And how, like, how do you put a performer of that caliber in a, in a theater that only has a thousand seats every night when she's used to selling out stadiums that have like 30,000 people? It's crazy. Well,
0: and then like, it would just be ridiculous because if we think producers are greedy now.
1: Oh God. Like, how much would those tickets cost? It would be like every single seat would be $1,000 or something. And then you'd
0: have those crazy, for some reason, legal scalping on Ticketmaster Mm -hmm. reselling them for $2,500 a ticket or something.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: nut jobs would pay that.
1: And also, it would be such a limited engagement.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't really see... If it were a play... Tickets wouldn't be that much, you know what I mean? I mean, they still would be yeah. a lot of money, but like you're seeing Beyonce act in a play, you're not seeing Beyonce be Beyonce. And even though you wouldn't be, you'd be seeing her in a musical. In your mind, you're like, but it's Beyonce singing. So that adds a a ticket level that I think a play wouldn't get to. Yeah. Which makes me also think it would be more feasible for her to do a play. I don't know who's like the most famous person that's ever been on Broadway, like like I at the height of their of fame. That. I don't even I was, know.
1: Right, right. I was trying to think of that too because like, I was like, okay, off the top of my head, I was like, Julia Roberts is the first is very, person very, I thought of famous, but she wasn't like. It's not like she did a Broadway right after she did Aaron Brakovich, yeah, you know? or even.
0: I don't know, the height of like her nineties well I guess that kind of was the same thing. She did it after
1: Pelican Brief. (laughs) (laughs) I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I wanna watch that and conspiracy theory tonight.
0: Yeah. I mean it it would it would be like Beyonce going to Broadway right now would have been like Leonardo DiCaprio doing a Broadway play after Titanic.
1: Oh yeah. Like it would be
0: madness. He's not, I don't know that he's a theater actor, but he could come, even being Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio, he could come and do a Broadway play now. And, oh, yeah, and definitely. be like an Al Pacino type draw where like, it doesn't matter if the show's shit, it's going to sell well.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, because then but it I wouldn't also be started insane. thinking about like Hugh Jackman. Like, think about, like, shit was crazy with Hugh Jackman on Broadway yeah. and everyone's like, oh my God, sell all the tickets, Hugh Jackman. But like, Beyonce is like 10 Hugh Jackmans. I mean, I
0: think it would have to be a play.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, don't think
0: she could, I don't think Broadway could handle Beyonce doing a musical. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know, Shemaze, that's what do y'all think? <laughs> Dreamcast Beyonce in a show. I don't know. Cause I mean,
0: Diddy did Raisin in the Sun hmm. and I'm trying to remember when that was. It wasn't like bad boy for life, Diddy. It was
1: a little bit but after was- that. But I think that was also one of the times when it was like, shit was crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would be interested to hear if people know what that was like. Because that was right before I moved here, I think.
1: That was in, yeah, 2004.
0: Okay. So not right, but like, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He was a big deal in 2004. So I don't know. Maybe that's the closest we can come in because it's a musician, but doing a play. Hmm. 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 I don't know. Denzel and fences. I don't know, man.
1: But I just feel like Beyonce is Beyonce is like. On a, it's hard to compare Beyonce to anything because mm-hmm. she's like her, on her own level. I don't know. It's like, a like good she's question. like completely on her own level of fame compared to like anyone else that is, you know. I don't know, famous. Yeah. (laughs) She's just so much more famous than everyone. I don't know. I I don't
0: know. It's all like speculation, but that's what I, I, yeah, I think it would have to be a play. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah.
1: Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update! Happy first day of rehearsals in the room for all the cast of Tuck Everlasting, including, and most importantly, Carolyn. <laughs> She's she already some, posting some really great Instagrams. I know, I know. I just, it's so fantastic. She posted an Instagram this morning of her signing in. Mm-hmm. Some picture picture of her and some cast members. Like, it's very exciting. I'm I'm excited about Tuck Everlasting, Me even though too. I... Now, nah, whatever. I'm excited about it. <laughs> that, that ballet is still going to be in it. And I should just, you know, not let it affect me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm still so excited about
0: Carolee Carmelo in a show. Yes. In like a <gasps> great role. Yeah. Mm. Now it's time for the Laura Bonanti tweet yep. of the week. So guys, this is going to be our last Laura Bonanti tweet of the week.
1: Can you believe that we've done fifty-two Laura Benanti tweets of the week? We've
0: done a year's worth, so we thought that we would <laughs> move on to someone and highlight someone else's amazing Twitter, some other Broadway mm. person's amazing Twitter. So you'll have to tune in next week to find out who we're going to be highlighting. Mm-hmm. But here it New is:
1: tweets of the week. The, the last, last, the last one. Laura Benanti. Laura Benanti. <laughs> Benanti. Okay. <laughs> On February 12th at one twenty three p.m. Laura Benanti tweeted, 43% of scrolling through Instagram is rolling your eyes and muttering under your breath. I want to know who she follows. Yeah. I follow a lot of French bulldogs. <laughs> so, mm. I don't do a lot of um Eye rolling, I do do a lot of muttering. Well, of like, sure. Like, oh, I want to die. So fucking cute. Oh my God. So fucking cute. Yeah. And mine's a lot of like
0: people's adorable babies. Mm. So I do a similar muttering. And also, like, <laughs> oh, you posted this at like 3 a.m. I'm really glad I don't have a baby right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, that's yeah. Funny. It sounds like you just need to curate your feed a little better, girl.
1: Yeah, girl. You control it unfollow all those and the thing that's great about Instagram is that unlike Twitter when you, it's really hard to find out if people follow you yeah or not. it actually really is so Which, you like you can I unfollow people on Instagram at will it's on helpful Twitter,
0: I don't <laughs> right it's helpful for things like for things like that but then if you want to know oh am I following this person or is this person following me it's very difficult because you have to like scroll through their whole list mm-hmm. and look for yeah. yourself or vice right. versa so they don't know, girl. Just stop following them. Yeah, girl. Build your own life or something. Yeah. <laughs> Puppies and babies or whatever. Do you. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the great tweets, Laura Bonanti.
1: Love you, girl. Can't wait for the all-white production of She Loves Me. <laughs> That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter
0: N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, Dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater. theater.